So, we've been traveling together for a little while, and I, I know you mentioned something about your uh, the contents of your box being something you were taking to someone. Right, yeah, that's actually my job. I um, deliver rare items to different people, hmm. so it's antiques. I see. What kind of antiques, if you don't mind my asking? I actually don't know. Hmm. Um, I'm paid to be discreet and not go poking around too much. Mm, I see. Seems like it could get into some dangerous situations. I usually am very careful regarding the people with whom I contract, so that that is not too much of an issue, but I can handle myself if I need to. Mm, flashbacks to our fight. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Legends of Loam. I'm your host and game master, Jonathan Banner. I'm Joel and I play Ma Brattle, the level 3 Great Old One Warlock. I'm Heather and I play Willow Lightsep, the level 3 Thief Rogue. Hi, I'm Matt. I play Barnabas Bulwark, the level 3 Devotion Paladin. Previously on the Legends of Loam. Willow, the circlet falls from your head. Maude, you are so wearing that bracelet. Barnabas. Tightly gripped in one of your hands is that hilt. Say, come on, fam. So this this dream that you describe, I have only read about it in High Tower. Guys, I think we got our call to adventure. <laughs> so you guys are well rested. You guys travel at a decent pace. About lunchtime, you guys reach this forest, which does not currently have a name. The rest of the day goes pretty uneventful. But as you've been going, you start to see some storm clouds on the horizon. Guys, we should probably find somewhere to hide. Are you guys doing watches? Who wants first? I'll go first. You two start laying down, it starts raining. It makes going to sleep super easy. You have disadvantage on this perception check. Oh, well, not one. Alright, I think that means you drift off to sleep. It's probably about 2 o'clock in the morning-ish. The rain has stopped, and Willa, you wake up because you've had a full night's rest. That's good. No one's on watch. Maud is still in his sleeping bag. Barnabas is kind of slumped by the fire. I will go shake Maud. Why didn't you wake me up? What are you doing? Barnabas never came to wake me up. Barnabas! <laughs> Where's the danger? <laughs> we got lucky tonight. But seriously! What happened? And so rain just like knocks me out. After you realize there's no immediate danger, you notice your box is gone. Good. Guys, let's go. We, we need to put everything back in our bags and all. Hurry up. You guys break camp and you guys start making your way really early in the morning. <laughs> as soon as it starts to get light, Barnabas points out some deep ruts in the road that are about the size of your thing. By about mid-morning, there's other people on the road. Could we ask if they'd seen anyone? <laughs> Absolutely. There is a farmer. Good morning, sir. Can we ask you something real quick? Yeah. We're a group of traveling companions, and someone has made off with a... There's a rather large box, and it has very squeaky wheels. Have you seen anything like that? He tells you that he saw a woman and a dwarf. Well, thank you very much for your help. I guess we can continue traveling on our way. Hopefully actually catch up to them. It sounds like we're only about an hour behind, too, so... Let's get them. <laughs> Don't worry, Willa. Yep. We'll catch those thieves. We better. I can't stand them. 
knew there was a reason why I liked you. Something is stolen from a lot. It's true. It's very strange. Okay. Kind of need to go get the other map to show you because the <laughs> roads on that map are actually accurate as opposed to these roads. Mm-hmm. Or I can just tell you and you can take my word for it. I'll believe you, baby. Okay. This one time. Okay, so it's about lunchtime. So on this map, this road comes down here and then follows the river up. It actually comes up around these trees right. and then follows the river up. So there's a fork in the road about there. Mm-hmm. Do you guys reach about noon? Okay. Midday. Okay. There's a small inn, not too large, but anywhere there's a crossroad, there's a good chance there's going to be an inn because people will either need to. It's a great place to either stop and sell some goods. People always need something mm. when traveling, but that's about it. In like right here on the crossroads. Okay. Are the tracks still visible on either road? Roll me a. I think at this point, because it's been most of the day and people have been traveling, I think I need a survival check to actually track it. Yeah. We got this. Thank Ooh. You. 18. Nice. That that beats the 46 from us. You see the tracks lead directly to that midway house. The tavern. We're going in there, guys. (laughs) Now we need to temper our reaction with a little bit of calmness. Anger? No. We might make the situation worse. We don't want to upset any patrons or the owner. So we'll just be really calm about it. And they might have not even seen what we looked like, so... We get the jump on them. What what exactly is our plan when we find them? We confront them, obviously. Or we just take it back. Let's go in and see. They took it from us. Like by force or? No, no. Quietly. I see. Unobserved. You guys distract them. Okay. Seems like we have a clear plan. Totally. Nondescript dwarf and nondescript (laughs) human lady. Uh, so the track's literally right up to basically the front porch on this thing, and then it's just planks of wood covered in mud, <laughs> and there aren't any tracks there. Okay. Walk in. Um, I'm think... actually trying to be nondescript okay. at this point. Okay, stealth then? Um, 17. 17. Is anyone else trying to be stealthy? Yeah, if you're indicating no. that you're trying to do such, then I will. I mean, you guys are the distraction. Yeah. You're welcome to be. It would be pretty hard for me to sneak. <laughs> Yes. And like daylight. And I'm pretty sure your armor gives you disadvantage anyway. Yeah. So I'm just gonna come in. I want I do want to do a perception roll to Right, would it be an investigation I'm looking for a dwarf and a human in particular? If you were specifically looking for them, yes. Okay. Typically what I say is perception is to see if a room has a bookcase. Investigation is to see if it has a certain book. Okay. So yes, there are people in this room. Look to see if there are specific people. Okay, I'll do an investigation then. Okay, I will as well. 18 and 12. Uh, Okay. You see a few dwarfs and a handful of female women. Um, Female women? Yes, female, female humans. You see a few male dwarfs and a few female humans in here. There are two of them together at a table in the corner. You don't see traveling cloaks on them, though. Okay. Are there any more, like, dwarves and human ladies sitting together? Together. There's two at the bar, but they're kind of facing away from each other, talking to other people. 
Okay. So they might just happen to be sitting next to people. Okay. Uh, can we do an investigation roll for the box? Sure. Not that nice. You don't see the box. They probably put it in their room. We should ask the innkeeper then. You do see a staircase leading upstairs, presumably to rooms. Um, there's also like a small hallway leading off. You see someone carrying food out of their kitchen, maybe who knows what else. The floor is completely covered in mud that people have distracted. Lovely place. Okay. I would think that that very squeaky wheel would um, attract attention, so we could ask any people work there if um, anyone brought it in. Yeah, right. So I'm going to go up to the owner of the establishment. How do you know who that is? I'm going to assume it's like the person sitting behind the bar, if there's a bar. So you go talk to the barkeep. Barkeep, yes. Okay. Hello, owner of this establishment. <laughs> so do you sit down at the bar, or do you just yeah. go kind of stand? I go stand by him, and I uh, greet him. And if you said it's midday, so it's about lunchtime. Yeah, it's decently busy. There's, there's probably 30 to 40 people in here eating. There's no way this place has that many rooms, but it is lunchtime, and it's about half day's journey outside of Luxburn. So anyone leaving the town would hit here about noon anyway. Okay, I'll go up and I'll greet them. Say good day to you. Afternoon. What can I get you? Actually, we uh, are here because some of our items have been stolen. Ah, that's a real shame. But we have tracked the thieves to this establishment. We want to know if you have seen anyone suspicious. Uh, what traveler is not suspicious? You, sir, yourself look uh, mighty different than the normal people we get through here. Gonna ignore that comment. It's the truth. Gonna ignore that, too. And... You probably would have heard what they were, what they had. They were dragging a box with a very squeaky wheel. Can't say I have. A lot of people, if they have uh, wagons or horses, they tie them up out back. They might have left it back there if uh, they were, had one of them. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to be hanging out like near, kind of hiding in his shadow or something. Can I roll an insight check on what the barkeep is saying? Sure. Is he telling the truth? Um, I also want you to roll me a perception check because it's kind of hard to hear in here. Fair enough. Um, that's a 13 insight. Okay. 15 perception. Okay. He's telling the truth. He looks, it, like I said, this bar, mm -hmm. this place looks pretty busy. And it is decently noisy. You could probably have not heard it. Especially if they didn't just, if they had wheeled it right up to the bar, maybe, but if they'd mm -hmm. gone and set up uh, at a booth, or if one of them had gone and gotten a room and then just taken the luggage right on up, he might not have heard it. Fair enough. Okay. What well, do we want to do? I could check. This is kind of almost like a saloon. Like, mm -hmm. think Western saloon, but fantasy almost, still. It's got the swinging doors and everything. No, I mean, it still has. Like, it still has, like, a normal door and everything. I think there, there's no one playing, like, a piano or anything, but there's definitely a bard with a lute in the corner plucking it like a banjo. I'm just going to say, there are two bards. They're kind of having dueling lutes at the moment, <laughs> playing back and forth. So, it's a lute off. Well, Maude, you go out and check the back where he was talking about, and I could stay here, because I feel like Willow would have an easier job hiding around me, because I'm very big. <laughs> Fair enough. And go talk to some of the other people that work here. Okay. I'll 
go make my way towards the, uh, I guess, luggage area. Because it seems uh, to be okay. luggage horse area. I mean, there's a stable out back where, like, a lot of, like I said, a lot of people are traveling through. So there are places to tie up horses along the sides of the building and then space for carriages to park as well. As well as stable in the very back of the building. Okay. So, can do an investigation check for the box sure. in those areas? Yeah. Uh, six. You kind of are looking around, and very quickly, a stable boy comes in and like, uh, do, do you need help, sir? Uh, yes, I was looking for a box. Um, it has a very squeaky wheel on it to kind of roll it around. It's covered in mud from all this rain and is all. It, is it yours? Yes. That is. <laughs> is it? Well, it's it's her, the party. It's my party members. Okay. Uh, I I mean, there's a wagon over there, a pretty squeaky wheel, but if it's just a box. I mean, it's a decent sized box, but it's not a wagon. Um, I don't know if I would have heard anything in this mud. Hmm. Well, if you see it, then let me know. Sure. One box. One squeaky one... wheel. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks. And I'd like to um, look for another person that works here. Okay. Maybe like a bar wench or something. So, okay. Do an investigation roll to find one of them. Uh, that's not hard. Okay. If you go sit at a table for a minute or so, someone will come up and ask for if you need anything. Are you hiding under the table, Willa? <laughs> I'm going to be as tidy as possible. You could probably hide behind the menu. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> menu and that would be a hole cut out in it. What can I get you, hon? We're actually looking for something. So Someone are you here with friends? No. We... Well, yes. <laughs> you, you already had a drink, hon? Can you well, it's not her? that late, am I right? We actually had one of our items stolen. Oh, dear. What room were you in? We're not in our room. We actually tracked the item here. Oh, okay. A human dwarf and a female human. Did I say human dwarf? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Yes. You yes. definitely did. A male A human dwarf. And a female woman. <laughs> a male dwarf and a female human were seen dragging our box. It's a very, it's a good-sized box, covered with mud, has a squeaky wheel, and we track the tracks here. Oh. Have you seen anything like that? Seen any boxes or perception check first from her? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, hon. Hmm. I'm, I'm not to ask the other girls. That'd be really great. Can I get you anything while you wait? Mm, can I get some water? Yeah. <laughs> at that point, I'm gonna pop up and be like, "Hey, Barnabas, just finally caught up with you. Um, can I get an ale? I'm gonna give her a gold piece. Oh, sure. And just curious, could you tell me anything about that couple over there, the chick and the dwarf? Oh, them? Mm-hmm. Uh, they passed through here. Uh. A couple days ago, and they're back now. They just came in this morning? Yeah. Just a little bit before you guys showed up, actually. Any idea? Are they staying in one of the rooms? Uh, gosh, I don't know, but, uh, and she, she's putting the gold piece into Any a chance pocket. you could find out? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that would be awesome if you would let us know. I'd appreciate it. She will go off, and you guys can see her talking to some of the other waitresses. Uh, also, staff. sleight of hand to have not been seen by Barnabas mm-hmm. giving her gold. Okay. Um, that's a 16. That's a perception check from you. Okay. 
If you were even looking. Yeah. I have a 15 plus 1, so 16. Ooh. And you got a... 16. 16. You know, something happened. Mm -hmm. You know she gave... You know that Willa gave the waitress money. You don't know what money it was. I just paid for my drink. Oh, okay. Oh, she forgot. I tipped. The first oh, oh. Time. It was like two coppers killing you. One copper the first time. I believe you 100% Willa. <laughs> what is Maud doing while... Are you coming back into the bar? Yeah, I'll probably cut, come in with a little bit of a like dis disappointed visage. Like, and didn't find anything out there. Aw, come sit. So we might have a potential lead, though. Oh, how so? Pointed over to the two. And very inconspicuously pointed. <laughs> you see those two up there? Yeah, they're, uh, they're totally the ones. Probably a stealth check. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Myself, I'm pretty sure it's bad. Yeah, which I think you had disadvantage on it too. For this, I'm not okay. like you're not like moving and stuff. Like, yeah. You're just trying to not be obvious. A uh, yeah. thirteen. Okay. That's sweet. Negative one. Mm -hmm. All right. He's reasonable. Like he's he he kind of like he's pointing at them, but he's blocking himself. Like <laughs> yeah. Like he's holding one hand up and pointing at the hand in the direction of them. Like, I did this, and like, it's an audio medium. Yeah. I think I'm not the only one to do Yes. We shouldn't say human dwarf. <laughs> a human dwarf and a female woman. Yep. We totally know. So, so he points them out to you. Mm -hmm. I think I probably seen them when yeah. we first came in, but... Yeah. Kind of, they're kind of con confirming that they're pretty sure they're up to something with that. Yeah. And we're having the nice ladies that work here gather information for us. Oh, good. I, I asked the stable boy, I guess he was, uh, if he saw any box like that to let us know. Okay. The waitress comes back with your ale. Oh, can I get you anything? Um, yes. May I have, uh, do you have any mead? Oh, yes. Uh, can I have a little bit? Yes. When she hands you your drink, there's a napkin with it, which you see some words written on the napkin as well. And then she'll go get you your mead. And on the napkin, it just has like a room number on it. Perfect. Let's say it is 3B. 3B. Actually, no. Let's make it 2B. Perfect. And how much is the mead? God, you ask the hard questions. <laughs> I know, right? Those are the ones that you're just like, I don't know what I thought. Okay, how good of a mead are you wanting? I mean... Probably like average. Okay. Five Ma, copper. I'm thinking Ma probably doesn't drink that much. Five copper. So, okay. Okay. Chupi. All right. Excuse me just a minute, gentlemen. I'm here. Why don't you work on this? You look like you could use it. Oh. And I'm going to hand Tim Bale. And she has not brought your mead yet. Okay. Slip out. Just have one drink. Don't you want to wait until we hear back from the wait staff? I just need to use the ladies. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, she also did not bring you your water. Can I do an insight check? Sure. That'd be a seven. Against a deception of 18. Can I do an insight check too? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> my plus three now. So, Willa. Toodles. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go sneakily find 2B. Alright. With a sweet 
15 stealth right now. Okay. Are you headed upstairs or back towards the kitchen? Those are basically the two ways you can go out of this place. I'm going to assume that with the number two, it's probably upstairs. Okay. Not sure if I'm right or not, but I'm going to go there first. Yeah. Uh, so you head upstairs and you see basically rooms just with alphabetical. Mm-hmm. So there's A and B and C. There, there are six rooms okay. up here. Cool. I'm going to assume that the B on the second floor is probably the one I'm looking for. So I am going to, since they're both downstairs, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and try to open the door slash pick the lock. Okay. What did you say that stealth check was? Was it? Uh, 15. 15. Okay. Ooh. Nice. That is a 21 for lock picking. Yeah. You managed to pop it open pretty quickly. Cool. And I'm going to just look in there and see, is my box there? You see a lot of boxes. Cool. Um, There's a number of boxes in here, but there's also kind of clothes thrown everywhere in here as well. It's a mess of a room. Okay. They've done a lot of damage for not having been here that long. Um, The rhythm made themselves at home. Apparently. I am going to roll an investigation to try to find my box specifically. Uh, That's a 15? You start like moving in and everything and moving a few things around. Is there anything distinguished about your box that you would recognize off the bat? I mean, the size, the fact that it's like that big but it's light. I'd probably um, just be like picking them up, shaking them a little bit or something. <laughs> there's definitely a few you can't shake, but you pretty quickly underneath one of the beds, you find your box. The lid is not on it. Okay. Or it's the the seal to the lid is broken. Okay. I'm going to open it up and see if the contents are actually still there. It is empty. Great. Okay. Well, there was like a chest inside. I'm going to do a look around the room to see if I can find said chest. <laughs> Inside. I yeah. thought so. There was like okay. a chest with contents. We didn't open That's the chest right. and then we packed it inside yeah. a box That's so it was like nondescript and stuff. Awesome. Thank you. You look around the room and give me an inside check. 15. You look around this room, you're looking for that chest. Like you're moving a few things and digging through things. Something clicks that something's not right. You look at what you have in your hand and you have a human male shirt in one hand, mm-hmm. which would not fit a dwarf. And looking around this room, there are definitely multiple sets of clothing for more than just two people. Great. Yeah. Okay. I should probably get out of here then. But I really want my box. <laughs> Give me a perception check. I'm going to waste... this is like, something you might have seen out of the corner of your eye. I'm going to waste like two more minutes trying to find something. That's an 11. Okay. You notice... While the whole rest of this room's a mess, this is about the only thing on the nightstand. There is what looks to be like a wallet, a kind of like a leather-bound thing. Okay. That your upbringing and like your pickpocketing days just kind of it draws your eyes to yeah. it. And I'm probably just gonna pocket it okay. before I go. All right. I'll deal with that later. Are you trying to put things back to where people wouldn't know you were there, or are you just running out? I'll probably take like a minute and okay. throw stuff as close as I can, but I'm not like taking a bunch of time to be super picky yep. with it. While she's doing that, will the two of you gentlemen downstairs give me perception checks? 16. 19. Nice. Joel, you notice, well, uh, first off, your, a- or your mead comes. Oh, good. So you now have two drinks. 
gonna kind of slide bail, just dash lightly over towards Barnabas. Okay. I didn't know what right now. Check it. I didn't either. Barnabas. Yep. Joel, you notice that the male dwarf at that table with the female human gets up and goes outside. And the woman looks like she's trying to flag down a waitress to settle a tab, most likely. Or order more. You can't really. Like, she's just kind of doing, like, the hand up, yeah. trying to get someone's attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long has it been since Willa left? Too long. <laughs> Pro- I mean, probably only, like, a minute or two, okay. but it's one of those things where whenever you're you're waiting for something to happen, it feels like it's been so much longer, you know? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing is happening, and, like, so your sense of time is, like, it feels like it's been way too long, but your rational scholar side goes, no, it hasn't been that long. Okay. Feels like it's been far too long. Oh, you're worried for me. I think we need to do another distraction. Um, what exactly do you mean by that? I uh, take my the ale and I just throw it at your face. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't think it's gonna go on me. How dare you, sir! Now roll performance. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Maud, how do you respond to this? Probably with crying. <laughs> Like actual tears, or is this also a performance? <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. Okay. Probably initially real from just the kind of just like, what happened, White? What did I do? And then kind of trying to lead it on from there. Okay. Roll me performance with advantage then. Ooh. Since the first part was real. That'd <laughs> be an 11. All right. Better than a six. Yes, I at least have the charisma modifier too. Yes. yes. Alright. The barkeep who you had first talked to comes out from behind the bar. He is smaller than you, but he is a large male. Uh, large human. Genders and races. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> he kind of grabs you by uh, your armor and kind of like jerks you up and says, like, What's the meaning of this? My friend, my best friend, has laid with my sister in a familiar way. Deception. I'm not even calling that a performance. I like like the most weird wording you could possibly use for that, too. Uh, that's gonna be a seven. (laughs) He just looks at you, looks over at you. (laughs) I'm just like so Ale dripping off of me in tears. He actually believes it. (laughs) (laughs) He got a three on his insight. Oh, man. But I think the waitress comes to your aid, though. (laughs) And is like trying to comfort you some, and the bar keeps looking, what is going on? <laughs> Look, I think it's best if you both, if you guys want to fight this out, take it outside. <laughs> I think that's good. We're gonna need a mediator, and I like, everyone come outside and watch me beat this magical guy to death. Persuasion? Insight? <laughs> Uh, 11. 11. Okay. So, uh, Joel, you believe that. Mon, he's gonna pummel you to, uh... Alright, so I've got five dice here. I said there was about 30 people in this room or mm-hmm. something. So, six people for each dice. Okay. What did you say? 11. 11. So, over half, 18 of them, like, 
start to get up or the ones at the windows are like looking out the windows at this point. Like they're pulling, they're kind of pushing the shutters aside to watch you guys as you go out. So you guys have about 10 people kind of out on the porch while you guys are in the yard in front. Any of them the dwarf or the lady? Roll me a percent. Actually, no. Even or odd? Even. That is a nine. Dang. So the woman stays seated. Seated. You don't know where the dwarf is. Okay. What? You guys are outside. Maud, he's about to beat the crap out of you. Yep. I trusted you like a brother, and you do this to my one and only sister. I don't even know what you're talking about, and yet you're playing and actually beating me to death? I am going to literally beat you to death. Are you trying to convey to him that you won't, or are you trying to make this believable? <laughs> it's like a little, like, wink, wink. I'm going to convey it to him because, you know, I'm one of those people that uses literally not in the literal sense. Okay, I think this is a performance check because you're trying to play two different, you're trying to convey two different things to different people. Okay. Uh, 12. Joel, roll me an insight check. This has been going well. 17. You believe him. I mean, you you know what he meant. So it's like that moment of like, oh, oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And I had another idea. Six of your people lose interest. Oh. So you guys, your, your crowd is quickly fading. Like some of them go, he's not really gonna do it. And okay. they walk back into the bar. I'm so upset with you that I'm going to murder you with my magical item. Oh yeah. It's very rare. Well, And worth it. quite a lot of money. So I bring out my um, Imuto sword. I'm gonna roll. Who knows what I'm going to beat you to death with. <laughs> It could be a claymore. Mm, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> okay, so so what this looks like, let me describe this. So Barnabas pulls out this hilt and kind of like holds it out and a silvery-like material. Kind of think, what I want to say is think of the old Kool-Aid ads where like the kids would turn into that silver liquid and stuff. Oh, yeah. Capri Sun. Um, Capri Sun, thank you. And it flows out of the end of this hilt into a large claymore and slowly solidifies and the very shiny, like, silver turns into a dull steel color. Did that get anyone's attention? Yes, that got everyone's attention. <laughs> cool. For probably multiple reasons. Are you actually taking time to look around this, the uh, crowd, though? That's the thing. Uh, sure. Let's do a perception check. Okay. At this point, now that I think he's not actually going to kill him. No. Think. Not 100%, but pretty sure. I am going to take a little bit of time to look around and see if I see the door for the woman there. Got Okay. Got a 12. So would that be, uh, investigation? Because we're looking for two specific people yeah. in the investigation. Cool, well that's better anyway. So non-nats running. Okay. Well, I got an 11 then. Okay, so with your non-nat 20, um, you notice the woman is looking out one of the windows. She has not left the building. But she is... Looking out. You do not see the dwarf at all. Okay. Can I do a performance check to act that I am going to cleave Maude and Twain? Sure. I hope you don't critically fail. Well, they got a, they got a plus two in performance, so it should be okay. Hope you go wrong. That's a claymore. Yep. It's... A large frigid sword. Mm -hmm. But I do have a good strength score, so I think I should be able to handle it right. The blade is three feet long, and the hilt's about 12 feet. Oh. inches. 
Okay, it's about one foot. Matter? Smaller. 12 foot hill, three foot blade. I've seen that in anime. <laughs> anyway. Mod, uh, just stand three feet and one inch back. <laughs> not including arm length. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh wait. My calculations have somehow gone horribly wrong. Okay, uh, so you are doing a performance check for what? To act like I'm going to cleave them in twin. Okay. But I'm going to just miss because it'll. You have to like step out of the way or something. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'll like pretend to lose grip. I'll okay. definitely dodge, both performance wise and otherwise. Roll me the performance, but then I also want you to roll me a an actual attack, okay. but disadvantage because he is dodging. Okay. Uh, it is a eleven. Okay. Now roll me the hit. Okay. No, just just roll not not the damage but the attack. Okay. Oh. Ouch. Disadvantage. <laughs> so that's. Uh, but it's plus your stuff. Plus my strength modifier. Yep. So sixteen. And your proficiency, which is another two. So plus five. Okay. So an eighteen. Hit. Mm-hmm. I have fifteen AC. Okay. You hit him and. It freaks you out mm-hmm. because you failed the performance check. You could not. You did not keep your cool during that. Run me damage. I think it does. This is why. One, this is why it, I specifically said I think he's not going to try and kill so me. So it does a, a d8 and a d6. Yep. Okay. Slashing damage. My emotions are getting pulled back. Seven years so hard. Okay. Hey, he got he got the minimal on the largest dice. So seven damage. So you take that step, so I think that is what happens. You take that step back, but you guys didn't take into account his massive arm, his reach. I, saw, I was like considering it as like a normal human or something. Yes. Or like a normal sword. Yeah. And this thing is so large that the combination of it, he just slashes you right across the, the chest. Not deep, but it hurts. You know, more than I was hoping for. Yes. And definitely more than he was hoping for by the look on his face. You hear a, oh, from the crowd. I think at this point, you come downstairs, Willa. <laughs> you see this massive crowd kind of around the window and the doorway looking out, and you hear this, ooh. And I'm already freaking out, and I don't see them in there. Correct. So I'm going to, as stealthily and as quickly as I can, get to the door to see what on earth is going on. Okay. Do I need to roll stealth for that? If you're doing a stealth, roll me stealth at disadvantage. Okay. Because of how fast you're trying to do it. Fourteen? Okay. So you are, you're there. You see Barnabas with a giant sword with some blood dripping off of the end of it. And you see Maud looking at his chest, surprised, with blood dripping out of his chest. And I'm just, like, frozen there. <laughs> like, what I'm, on earth? I'm panicking a bit. But then I run up to Maud, and I act like I'm going to punch him, but I'm going to use um, lay on hands to heal him. So that'd be another performance check. Can I do an inside check to see if I trust that he's actually not going to punch me or not? Yes, but here's, at this the, point. Here, here's the thing. Healing him will stop the bleeding and also like close the wound. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's paying close attention, they'll see that you did heal him. 
could I heal him enough to just stop the bleeding? Sure. If you do, just, you just heal like one point. Okay. Okay. Uh, as he's running, I'm gonna yes. make an inside check. Thirteen. I will do a performance roll. Nine. Joel, I actually think you would have disadvantage on that because okay. like, he did because you you knew yeah, he wasn't going to hit you. This is why, and I'm... then he hits you. Yeah. So okay, so four is my okay. actual. No, he is about to punch you in the face. Okay, I'm going to cast darkness on myself, nice. like on my clothes. Okay. Since I don't think I can do that. Person, you can't turn objects person. Yeah. on me. Yeah. So I'm just going to be fifteen foot circle sphere around me is just enclosed in magical darkness now. Gotcha. Barnabas, roll to hit at disadvantage. Okay. But you still have your plus well, five. Okay. So good thing you, that crit didn't happen, but even though it's a dark, a charging minotaur is still likely to hit its target. Fortunately, an unarmed strike is just one, but plus your strength modifier. Plus three? So, what plus is three. your, yeah, so four damage. You get punched for four damage. That might actually just be the him running over you <laughs> by accident, but in that darkness you take four damage. Okay. Once I make contact, I start to heal him. Okay. Uh, it's now completely dark, so you could heal him all the way back up if you wanted to. I'll do that. Could be my, my sweet magic that healed me back up. What is the radius of darkness? Uh, so I do need to make a concentration check. Go for it. Uh, so it's that. 10. 10 plus. No, it's just, it is either half of the damage you take or 10. Okay. Whichever is higher. So it'd be 10. So yes. 14, we still beat it. Yeah, so you, you maintain concentration on the darkness. Yes. How large is that? That is a 15 foot radius sphere for the duration. <clears throat> okay. I think you guys were far enough in the yard that it doesn't get anyone on the porch, but it's like at the edge of the porch. So, you know, a 15 foot or a 30 foot diameter circle is about a good space for a fight yeah. uh, that they probably would have, especially with someone with such a large sword. <laughs> All the better to cut you with, my dear. Okay. Willa, I think it is, since we, we did not do initiative, but I think with the order of everything the way it's going, you would go next. Yeah. Technically. I'm probably going to be like, Amelia, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally making a religion check of a whole five and just yelling out, guys, guys, whatever happened, we don't have to do this. Stop. And I, so I can imagine that while we're in the dark bubble, I'll be like, no worries, fam, I got you. I'll heal you. Does that make light? I don't it, well, The on hands does not say one way or another, but thematically, does healing someone with the power of Milia shed light or anything besides the fact of their wounds closing up? I don't know. I never thought about it. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, in in the darkness spell, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it's magical darkness. It's magical yeah. darkness that blocks out any light from the yeah. inside. Mm -hmm. By the way, you were in pitch black. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you can't see anything. But I can see just fine. Okay. You see and hear Willa cry out from the crowd. Probably perceptual castle? Uh, 12. You do not see the woman in the window anymore. Mm, noted. A little busy right now. Yes. Noted. But I think that's one of the things, because you are, you spotted her, it makes that check a lot easier. Yeah. So. Okay. Are you ready for the most challenging performance of your life? Hasn't this already been? 
So did you actually end up healing me? I healed you. Okay, how much? Completely. completely? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I mean, Paulson, you look for it. You guys are in complete darkness. Yeah, I'm pretty much just like trying to keep him in the darkness, but get as far away from him as possible. Okay, like you close enough to whisper to him. While you're healing him, yes, but as soon as you let go, you have no idea where he is. Okay. While I'm healing him, I'm going to tell him that I promise I'm not going to hurt you anymore. <laughs> Inside I don't check? Pl- I don't plan on attacking you at all. Inside check? Disadvantage still, or...? Because he healed you, probably just normal. Okay. Four. Persuasion, I guess? Honestly, I'm letting that be in your court. I don't think okay. he needs to roll a persuasion... So this is just you being able to tell, like, I mean, th- look at it like this. Someone slaps you in the face <laughs> it's just, and then offers you a band-aid. Yeah, it's just, it's just a horrible series of events that yeah. have fallen. You've heard, like... I think this, that's where I'm, like, I'm going to not do anything to hurt him, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep my distance, but still try and keep him in the darkness so that he's not really able to do anything offensively or anything. Gotcha. So you move. I move. So he does okay. technically get an attack of opportunity if he wants to. No. Well, what I mean more of, you see the darkness shift to the side. Yes, there is also that. Okay. As does the crowd, and they're like, huh? <laughs> As all of their heads turn in unison. Can I Can I step out of the bubble? Um, Which way are you going to go? Don't know. You're in <laughs> absolute pitch black. You do not know yeah. if you can step out of the darkness. The whole goal of this was to stop people from leaving and gather a crowd. I mean, we certainly caused yeah. a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to yell out, So it was all a misunderstanding, is what you're saying. There certainly have been some misunderstandings. Therefore. Our dice collided as we rolled them. So it was 17 nice for me. Uh, 19. I think that is plenty. The crowd kind of goes, ah, and like starts to go back inside. Uh, guys? So, Magic AI? You're not gonna try and kill me now? No, this was just a ploy. Really? Because you actually cut me. Well, I'm sorry. And then I've never used me. a claymore before. You are proficient with any weapon that comes out of that hilt, though. Yeah, but it just. I, I know. You didn't expect to be that proficient with it. <laughs> Can I do a uh, investigation check? to see if I notice those two people anymore. Absolutely. Okay. As the kind of dissipates in the crowd, starts dissipating, the magic darkness kind of just like slowly dissipates as I let it go away. Is it like a mist that kind of burns off or does it kind of like get sucked back into you? I'm thinking kind of more gets kind of like just brought closer to me. Gotcha. Because it's like, I feel almost like this like black hole sort of thing when you're looking at it from the outside where it's just these like smooth edges and all. Nice. Okay. Uh, Fifteen for investigation to try to find them. Oh, okay. You do not see any of them. Dang it. I probably see you looking around. So I would mention the woman was looking at us at one point, but last I saw, she wasn't there anymore. I was hoping I would lure the thieves with my magic weapon because thieves can't resist nice things. <laughs> yeah, about that, guys. We should probably go. I found their room, but it looks like there's, like, more of them. Like, we could have gotten into something bigger than we really want to deal with right now, so we should probably go and regroup. What about your, your item? I may have to cut my losses, which really stinks, mm. but... Well, I feel really silly now. <laughs> well, I that... Really... 
That was really silly. What were you two thinking? Making a distraction. For what? To make sure they didn't leave. Okay. Well, I... I don't really know what the plan was. Okay. I appreciate... I just got caught up, caught up in it. Yeah. I appreciate the thought, but we should probably go... If you would like to give me a perception check, you may, but you do not have to. I would love to give you a perception check. We're great at this. It's a brilliant seven. Eleven. Eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are just standing in the open. No one's doing, paying any attention to you. You're doing just fine. Y'all are great. You guys were standing right outside of the tavern saloon outside of Luxburg. Yes. Uh, which I never told you the name of, but it's called... The Bronze Jade? The Bronze Jade. It's called the Broken Trust. Did you say it was called the Bronze Jade? Mm-hmm. Don't think about it too much. Or do. Do think about it too much. You ever think sometimes our world is just generated randomly? <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Mind blown. I have told you this world has kind of lived in my head for multiple years. Anything could be made up on the spot or have existed for a long time. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I have some really weird, like, specific details about places in this world that no one has ever, like, not for many game sessions, mm-hmm. but just they exist because. <laughs> so is the ground still kind of muddy? Oh, yeah. You guys were in there for, like, maybe half an hour, an hour. Okay, well, I figured that it might have dried a little bit. Oh, you're been the walking for a while. Yes, but people have been walking through it. Okay. So it's dry. It's drier, but it's still really rough ground. Uh, okay, let me rephrase that. It's still kind of muddy in the yards, but the road itself is dry. Okay. Do we see any more tracks from the box? The only tracks you see lead into the building. Okay. So it might still be here. Yeah, but... Like, guys, seriously, let's regroup somewhere where we can't be overheard. Okay. Okay. Are you guys going down the road a ways, or getting a room in the inn, or just going and hiding behind a house? What do you think, Willa? I don't know if the letter's going to read anymore. Yeah, I think they would look at you to uh, give them direction. Um, You're the one who's trying to get us to go somewhere in secret and all. There's, like, some forest around here, right? Relatively nearby-ish. Yes. Some trees, at least, we can yes. kind of hide in. Yeah, there are trees. At least hide behind a single tree. <laughs> I can't. I don't know about you guys. At least just kind of get away from the end and away from prying eyes a little bit. So you guys pass these woods along behind. Mm-hmm. You guys are kind of close to these this little clump of trees here, which is like a moderate forest. But there are definitely just trees mm-hmm. near the, the inn. Near the bronze shade. <laughs> cool. I'll just go pull them a little ways away, out of eyesight and nearsight as much as possible. So, yes, the box with the squeaky wheels is definitely still here. I found it upstairs in their room, but it's empty and I can't find what was inside it. How'd you get in their room? It was open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That night, that nice barmaid just pointed me up and it was open. I believe you 100%. You have no reason to lie to us. Exactly. I'm too upset to lie right now. I yeah. mean, really. Mm. They took my stuff, and I have no idea where it is, 
What I was saying though, it looks like there's like more than the two of them. Like maybe a band of robbers or something, I don't know. But we should be careful. I don't know if that's something that we can actually get it back at this point. Ah! Mm. Guys, I think we're honor bound to take care of this band of robbers. It would be helpful for the countryside. But what makes you think that there's a band of them? I mean, the room there was like stuff everywhere, like more than for just those two people. And there were clothes for more than just those two. It was very suspicious of mm. well, Maybe they were using them as disguises. And that's not suspicious either? Well, I mean, it's less, it's less dangerous than... I mean, they stole our things. That's pretty suspicious. True. It's less dangerous than a group of robbers. Okay, maybe I just assumed the worst. But it seems a logical assumption based on what I saw. Fair enough, I can't contradict what you saw. But I think wise to explore multiple options. Yes, Dean? Do you show them the wallet? Or do you look at the wallet? Or what Not- are you doing with <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it hidden for okay. the moment. If I can find like a minute away okay. while they're cooking or something later, I'll look at it. Okay. Don't leave That's me. That's fine. <laughs> it uh, was, Simba said nothing. It was theater, mod. Theater. I'm never acting in the theater again. <laughs> I didn't remember being that You did a pretty good job. It looked like you really got cut. I just want to point out that, like, I'm pretty Method sure acting. I'm pretty sure Freeport has like actual theaters, while Kingsland would have like street shows or puppet theater kind of things. So, Barnabas's idea of theater very different from mine. Very different, especially growing up, like in a family that could afford to send you to university, you would have mm-hmm. gone to the theater with an Ari on the end of it at least once or twice. We haven't lived till you see the Malia players. They're not that great. <laughs> the special effects are pretty decent because they all cast thought with their team. But, uh, less imagined, so. at least you can hear them all. Mm-hmm. So you guys are standing under a tree yep. next to a tavern yep. that probably won't let you guys in anymore. Yep. At least two of the three of you. Yep. <laughs> Where's the Matos? Here is the ball. It is in your court. Yeah. Can I return it for a different ball? Yes, but not one of better quality. Mod, we could just ask her really nicely if we can stay. Well, I mean, you'll probably have to at least put on another performance of asking for your forgiveness from them for causing such a disruption and maiming one of your friends. What? Maim them? I, I shouldn't mean, have to apologize for maiming you when I didn't maim them. Doesn't make any sense. If you guys just want the scene to end and we come back somewhere else, we can. That is always an option unless there is a fight. <laughs> I mean, but I am sorry for cutting you. I was just so committed to the scene, it just kind of happened. So, do we want to try to take care of these? Maybe robbers, or... Why do you have to say it like that? Because I don't know what they are. They just freak me out. Or do we want to... They freak you out because they're different? No, because they're scary. Or do we want to just follow this whole mission thing and keep going? Mm. Well, you said your stuff is important. It is. And you're important to us, Willa. So maybe we should help you out. But I don't even know if it's still there. I couldn't find it. 
well, I think we have permission from our deities to beat up robbers. I see. Okay. You, you wanna... could check just to be super sure, but I think they're okay with that. Up be- to you. Because civilization would fall apart if everyone just stole everything from everyone. This is true. This is very true. Order is important. <laughs> Said the thief. I don't know if she's a thief. And I'm the metagame, so... <laughs> she has gone above for like a couple times, though. This is true. This is true. This is the... Another person with unfortunate circumstances. So let's stop being victims and start being vigilantes. Okay, should we stake out the road then? Hide on the side of the road and then jump them when they come through. Or we could watch the inn and see when they come out. Or we could just try to raid their room again. I feel like after Joel's comment, the camera... So you said we could just... What did you say? Something about watching the road? Yeah, we, we can now... Uh, like, we lay way on the side of the road and jump them and they come through. I think the camera zooms up to point out that you're at a f- fork in the road, and there's three roads leading away from this place, and then it zooms back down to Willa as she says that you could just break into their room. See, the best part is, is Maud's interpretation of how to deal with a situation like this is probably from watching, like, a play in theater. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Things always work out so much more cleanly in that sort of situation. Totally would be a play with just like a highway robbery. In yeah, it. pretty much. That's probably where it yes. is to get off of. I'm surprised you haven't like gotten a bandana out and put it around your nose. <laughs> well, if I had one. Yeah. I need to decide whether or not stealing from stealers is stealing. Mm. We do intend to give it back to Willa, who did not steal it. Quite right. So I think we are just... Reclaiming it. There you go. I'm okay with this. Okay. Cool. So, if we want to raid the room, I think we'll probably need you to do most of the heavy lifting for the first part of that. Unless we can actually get them to let us back in the end. Right. They didn't really see you with us, so they might not pay quite as much attention to you. Other than the whole yelling at you in front of the end part. Mm-hmm. Or buying drinks at the same table. Yeah. Mm, that's true. I could try to sneak in. Oh, that's possible. Do you know where they're, like, did they have a window in their room? It was the second floor. I don't know. Yeah, they had a window they in there. Window. Well, I could throw you to the window. <laughs> there were shutters on the windows that were closed. It's only the second story. Let's look around the stable yard, see if there's, like, a ladder. Okay. Uh, why don't you guys roll me investigation <laughs> checks while I look up the falling damage. Oh, yes. 18 investigation. I got a 7. I got an 8. So Maud easily finds a ladder that would get him to the second story. Unfortunately, that um, stable boy is right next to it eating his lunch. Hmm. Hmm. We seem to be, uh, we seem to have a bit of a problem here. Yes, indeed. Hmm. Any, uh, any recommendations on how to get past them? Well, we could try to talk to him and lure him out. We could wait until his lunch is over. Also an option. He probably still works around here, though. We could tell him that we've locked ourselves out of our room and need to get back in through the window. I'm sure he'll buy that. Especially because he might have seen us fighting, so I don't think he'll believe that. Mm. So you guys are going to climb the outside of the building <laughs> in, in the, the middle, middle of, of the day. day. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> we could, like wait at the edge of the woods and kind of like peer out 
as the day goes on, make sure no one's leaving. You guys go behind a tree and your heads poke out at <laughs> Will is definitely on top at an absurd height. Seriously though, waiting till night before we try anything might be better in some ways, although at that point they're probably gonna be in the room. Well, at least we have a ladder if we want to, and we still can potentially get the jump on them if that is the case. True. And we can hopefully see how many there are before we go in. Okay. You guys want to try to get some rest and take some watches until then, since we'll be up in the night? Yeah. Okay. I'll take first watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. I think that that would end this episode. Okay. Okay. Who are these thieves that stole the crate? Will our heroes ever be able to recover it? And will we ever find out what's inside? Yes, yes, I promise. Uh, within one or two episodes, I think you'll find out what's inside. I hope you enjoyed episode seven of The Legends of Loam. You can find maps and other world building assets at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. We are The Legends of Loam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com. Or you can find all those links at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. And hey, thank you for listening.